Welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. We're dispensing stories of success from across the continuum of care. I'm your host, Hillary Blackburn. Thanks for joining us to learn from leaders throughout the pharmacy industry. All right. So today we have a special guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. We have Dr. Christina Tarantola, who is a PharmD. She's a licensed pharmacist, but also an award-winning coach, best-selling author, and creator of the Quantum Queen Transformation Program. Christina helps spiritually driven, ambitious women transform so they can embody their inner quantum queen and accelerate the path to their big vision. Dr. Christina blends hypnotherapy, EFT, femininity, energy work, and aligned strategy to help you release blocks that you're holding back or holding you back so you can own your power and confidence and live a life that matches your heart and soul. Over the past seven years, Dr. Christina has helped hundreds of women through her workshops, retreats, videos, and books to release the struggle, step into their power, and claim the life they deserve. Christina, welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Hello. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad you said my name beautifully, Tarantola. You got it just right. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, we're glad to have you. And now that our listeners have heard just a little about your background, maybe you could fill in any gaps from that intro or share a little bit more about your personal life. Yeah, absolutely. So I am originally from Long Island. You'll hear it come out every so often. Um, but now I live in Pittsburgh. So that accent kind of faded away a little bit. But um, yeah, so I am a pharmacist, licensed pharmacist. Uh, I grew up in Long Island. My dad had a pharmacy and I worked with him for you know about 10 years. And then I went to St. John's University, really loved it there. And so go Red Storm. That is my alma mater and just really got pulled into being a a resident. Like I was going through pharmacy school and I really was drawn to kind of expanding beyond, you know, retail pharmacy. And so I went and did a residency in a community pharmacy to actually help me just to kind of get my feet wet because I obviously, you know, hadn't been a full-time pharmacist. So it was a really good transition. And in that community pharmacy, I'm so glad that I did that because I learned a lot about just personally, a lot of the things that I needed to release myself and that were getting in the way of me really stepping into being a leader. And really that's what pharmacists are, are really leaders and you know, helping myself to just really learn how to run a business, quite honestly. So, you know, while I was in that residency, I learned a lot about myself. You know, I was going through my own struggles. I had like various different health issues. I had an eating disorder at that time. And so I was also teaching diabetes classes and I really started to see, wow, you know, people are really wanting something else other than medication. And so that parallel of myself going through my own health crisis and then seeing that demand from my patients really just led me down the road of health coaching. So I went to integrative nutrition, which was a really great online school to become a health coach. And I did that for, you know, the training was about a year and a half. So you go through that school and learn a lot about dietary theory and 
you know, different coaching methods. So I thought it was a really good tie-in because in pharmacy school, we learn about motivational interviewing and really how to engage patients in that way. So kind of went down that route for a while and then kind of fast forward because that could be a whole book in itself, (laughs) just talking about all of those different, you know, growing a business and starting a business and, you know, doing talks in senior citizen homes. That's when I first started actually doing talks and the people would fall asleep. <laughs> so, so that was always funny to, to kind of see, you know, some of my first YouTube videos were like horrendous, but it's all part of the, the process. And so, you know, as I went on in my journey, I kept going deeper into my own healing and really just understanding how, you know, I was giving people recommendations for health coaching, but then they, some people were very resistant. So I really became curious about what, what that was, why, why some people could shift really quickly and others took a really long time to shift. So I actually got trained in hypnotherapy in January of 2018 and really just became fascinated from there with this transformation work that I'm currently doing. So I'm really interested in, you know, what drives people more about the subconscious mind and how it really runs our lives, you know, our beliefs, our traumas, things that have happened in our past that we've been programmed to kind of take as as truth for who we are. It's really you know, all just a a kind of a conglomeration of our past experience. So I, what I do now is I actually help women to release a lot of that subconscious stuff that's holding them back. So for example, if somebody is wanting to start their own business and they're really excited and they have this vision, but then that self doubt creeps in, right? Like you have that inner critic that's telling you, well, like, who do you think you are to start a business? And you're a pharmacist, you're not supposed to be going and stepping outside of the box. And, if, you know, for anybody that knows me, you know that I do <laughs> color outside the lines and step outside the box. So um, I just love really leading women into their greatness through releasing a lot of this old energy that's holding them back. So I know that was a lot. <laughs> I kind of just gave you a whole synopsis of kind of ha- what led me here. But I just think it's important to see that it's no one is an overnight success and that it does take time, effort, money, all of that resources to really build your own business, but it's so worth it. And so I think I'll stop there. <laughs> Sorry, I just gave you a mouthful. Yeah, no, there's a lot to, to yeah, because I think people always like to hear about the journey. So um, that was helpful to kind of follow that path along. So um, there's several things that you mentioned, but first let's kind of start about, uh, you know, work-life balance and, and wellness and, and stress and all of that is, is something that definitely resonates with pharmacists and, and a lot of us in the healthcare um, community. Um, and you mentioned that, that you were dealing with that. Uh, can you talk a little bit more about that and, and maybe um, how you are able to, how you were able to, to kind of, um, get out of that, that burned out state and, and what ways you're able to help others, uh, along that path? Yeah, absolutely. So I took kind of a non-traditional route. I, I was working in retail pharmacy for about six or seven years and I really liked it a lot, just that patient engagement part. But 
I found that it was very demanding on my body and, you know, I'm 31 now. So I was, you know, in my twenties. So, you know, I'm not an, an old maid yet, but, um, it was just really demanding on my body. You know, I was working back to back 12 hour shifts. You don't really get breaks. It was very demanding. So for me personally, I knew that there was something more that I was meant to be doing. So I kind of just jumped ship and trusted and, and really knew that I had my business that I wanted to move forward with. But for pharmacists who are maybe wanting that more freedom and flexibility, if you're able to, you know, and I'm not telling them, I'm not here to tell pharmacists to quit their jobs. They can, you know, do whatever feels right, but you can, you can do a lot of things. I mean, really taking care of your physical vessel is so important. So, I mean, this, these are things that we hear all the time, right? Like drinking plenty of water, getting enough greens and protein and all of that. Like I could sit here and tell you all of that, but I think even more so it's, it's deeper. It's really about trusting your body and knowing what you're willing to kind of tolerate. Because in, in my mind, if something is affecting my physical and mental health that much, it's not worth it. So for me, I just kind of jump ship. But for other people, I actually coach a lot of pharmacists who want their own business. They want that freedom and flexibility to be able to be with their kids or, you know, be able to, you know, work in their pajamas if they want to, you know, that's, that's what I do, you know, sometimes. But I think that it's just important that you follow your, your heart on whatever it is that is going to make you happy in life. So if you want to be a retail pharmacist and you're like, you know, struggling with the burnout and all of that, then you can put some of these lifestyle practices into place. So meditation five minutes a day or doing some of those lifestyle factors, those changes. And you can also, you know, if you're wanting to start your own business, maybe you can pull back a little bit and just do that part time and then, you know, do pharmacy part time and do your business and really grow that on the side. And that's actually how I started was, you know, I didn't jump ship right away, obviously, because I didn't have the foundation for my business yet, but I built it on the side. So I would work a shift, you know, I was lucky enough to work in an independent pharmacy in Queens at the time. And I was, would come home and study or do a YouTube video or do whatever I needed for my business. So whatever feels right to you or whatever, um, kind of aligns with your lifestyle and, and your responsibilities and all of that, I would say there's a lot of options. And I think pharmacists need to realize that we have so much education and you don't have to be stuck. You don't have to stay in that box where everybody expects us to be. So speaking of education, are you aware of the 2014 drug disposal of controlled substances ruling that regards safe disposal of unused medications? Well, we're lucky to have RX Destroyer sponsoring the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. RX Destroyer ready-to-use chemical drug disposal systems are safe, easy, and affordable products, which protect the environment and can save thousands in fines. To get more information on products, training, and medication waste compliance, check out www.rxdestroyer.com slash talk to your pharmacist. Yeah. I, well, I love your point about you didn't just jump ship. So I think a lot of people are like, oh, great. I'll just go and do this new thing. But I think um, it, it's important to first test it to see, you know, is this going to work? So, you know, there's a lot of new 
um, with the gig economy uh, uh, right now, you can, you know, do consultations um, through an app or, you know, different things. But um, if it's a brand new startup or company, or if you're starting your own company, um, it, it is kind of good to start it on the side and make sure that it's something that you really like and that you're able to, to build up some income uh, before you make that transition. So I think that's a good point that you made. So you also, um, of course, brought up nutrition, um, you know, your physical health, but you've also mentioned a few other I guess more alternative therapies, uh, like, um, I'm honestly not familiar with EFT or, uh, hypnotherapy. So maybe you could talk a little bit more about how that has worked and a little bit more about the energy work that you do. Yeah, absolutely. And this is, (laughs) this is my favorite topic. So this is exciting. So the reason why I got into hypnotherapy was because I had an eating disorder and, 10 years ago, I got hypnotized. I was getting up in the middle of the night and binging. Like I would restrict my food during the day and then wake up at night and and binge eat on, you know, all types of unhealthy things because my body was craving nutrients because I had been, you know, starving myself all day. So, and you know, we could have a whole other conversation about eating disorders, but I tried everything that I could think of. And one day it kind of popped into my head about hypnotherapy. So that was honestly the most powerful thing that I could have done because my symptoms probably went from a 10 to like a two just in a, just in one session. So I became fascinated in that, you know, as I, like I said, I was, I was going throughout my journey and I kind of revisited that about two years ago after I started seeing this pattern with my, with my clients that, like I said, there was a lot of resistance in the way for some people. And for others, it was easy to implement those strategies that I was giving them. So hypnotherapy really works on the idea that we can slip into these different layers of the subconscious, these other um, altered states of consciousness, and really tap into creating new pathways. And we know from recent science that neuroplasticity is a real thing. You can reprogram your mind. And it's just like creating new ruts in, um, in a pathway. So say that you drive the same way to work every day, you could probably drive there in your sleep, honestly, right? Because your subconscious just knows like, this is the way to go. You're, if you've been driving for a long, long time, you know, that green means go red means stop. And your brain just automatically knows that. So you could be driving to work and then you pass a light and you're like, was that red or green? Right? (laughs) I'm sure we've all been in that scenario. So that's your subconscious at work. We actually slip in and out of consciousness in, and I call it trance about seven times every day. So it's a natural state. It's just really accessing that deeper part of yourself that is driving the bus, as I say. So, you know, people usually work off of their willpower, which is only about 5% of everything we do every day. Your subconscious is running the show. So you can set all the goals that you want. You can do affirmations and all of that. But unless you're really working with those deeper layers of the subconscious, you're going to really have trouble getting to those goals. Because say that, for example, I'll give a concrete example. Say that you grew up with parents who always were afraid of 
you know, spending money or they were, you know, only made $40,000 a year. Well, you saw that as a child because you're completely subconscious when you're from birth to seven years old. So you absorbed everything from your environment. So to you, you know, and everybody out there listening, I'm sure you can relate to this. That's what you know. So if you, if you grew up in a, you know, I live in a steel mill town and your, your parents only made $40,000 in your subconscious, that's all that's available to you. So we have this set point that we, you know, once we start to go above that, sometimes that's when self-sabotage kicks in. So whenever you're stretching yourself and a lot of these um, self-sabotage patterns come into place, that's your subconscious telling you, hey, this isn't safe. This isn't normal. This isn't what we're used to. So a lot of the work that I do and EFT accesses the subconscious too through tapping and that's working off the meridian points of the, of your energy. So there's different ways to access the subconscious. That's what pretty much I'm trying to say. So there's EFT, there's hypnosis, there's going into deeper states of meditation. And what I've seen in myself and everybody that I work with is once you clear some of those blocks in the the subconscious and you kind of, you know, let it know that, hey, this is okay to make more money or, hey, this is okay to, to be seen. A lot of women have the fear of being seen. So they self-sabotage and they get stuck in Netflix or they go to food or whatever. Everybody has their own very subtle habits that we get into. Once you clear that, the path is that much smoother to get to. So I love working with women in business specifically, especially pharmacists, because I totally get it. I get that it's scary and there's the fear of the unknown and like, can I really do this? And all of those things come up and you can continue to move through it with this work. So it's very powerful work. Hmm. That is fascinating. Um, yeah, I, I, I continue to learn about new things and uh, definitely would like to, to learn more about that. But let's let's dive in a little bit more about uh, starting your own business or, you know, owning your own business. Um, what are some of, of the, I guess, tips that you, that you found along the way or that you've seen uh, as you've helped other women uh, get started and uh, successfully launch their businesses and, and go the entrepreneurial route? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think that I, I say this all the time. I have like a lot of different, you know, Facebook videos that I do. And I just literally said this, that people will go right to strategies. Like how do I build a website or how do I, you know, build a sales funnel or a newsletter or whatever. They go to those external things first when really it's it's about your internal work because you can have the best strategy. You can have all the email copy you want. But if you are self-sabotaging and you don't believe in yourself, in your body, you like I said, it's really that subconscious that's driving the bus. It's not about your goals and what you want. Like I mean, it is in some aspect. It's a dance. But that's not going to be enough for you to really be motivated and clear that pathway of all that resistance. I was talking about the self-doubt, the fear of the unknown, fear of being seen, you know, all of those things. If that is in your field, in your energetic realm, you're not going to be going for those opportunities and you're going to kind of stay small and not do a Facebook live and sabotage in very subtle ways. So I think that the first thing 
anybody needs to look at is really addressing that inner work, the transformation piece. And then you can also do the aligned strategy. And that's actually, I'm creating, um, right now I have a retreat out called Ascension and it's for aspiring entrepreneurs who are really wanting, they're committed to starting their own business. And it combines that transformation piece. We're going to be doing a deep dive into, you know, subconscious reprogramming and, really getting clear on your vision, like what is it that you actually want to create and also combining that aligned business strategy. And when I say that, I mean, each, each person I believe is here with a divine purpose. So for some people it is, you know, I'm here to do transformation work for others. It might be nutrition or whatever it is that they're interested in. And so when you combine that soul alignment with transformation, you have a recipe for success. So I'm pretty much distilling down seven years worth of my own, uh, the best practices that I've learned in transformation work, as well as just helping you accelerate the path and not having you kind of waste time on figuring out your, you know, the perfect thing for your website or like my logo has to be this way and really just getting past all that fluff so that you can really get out there and start helping people. Cause I really think at the end of the day, that's what a lot of pharmacists want, right? Like we want to help people. And now we've kind of gotten sucked into, especially in retail, I'm just going to call it out. You know, we've gotten sucked into, well, how many flu shots did you give? And you know, you don't have any breaks and there's just so much, I don't know for me. And I hear this a lot from pharmacists and I don't want to go on like this whole soapbox, but you know, there's so much more that we can be doing. And for those of you who are like, yes, 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 as you're hearing me say this, it's totally possible. I replaced my pharmacy income. It is possible. So just a little nugget of hope for you that it is, you know, if you put in the work and you really are committed to it, you can make it happen. Yeah. Well, that's very motivational. I think a lot of people are probably feeling that a little bit right now. So Christina, uh, have you had a mentor or anybody that you've looked up to along the way? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, that's a a great point to tie into your previous question about, you know, what do people need? You need mentorship, you need support. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I was very stubborn and I just tried to do it myself. I'm like, Oh, you know, it's fine. I can just figure it out and, you know, try to just do it on my own. And I hired a business coach earlier this year. And that's when I passed my six figure mark was when I really invested and got out of my own comfort zone. And I learned the strategies and the tools. And then I did, uh, I went to a retreat that in September in California that really dug deep into my own because everybody has, you know, patterns of resistance. And with each step that you're growing different forms of resistance will come up because it's unfamiliar to you. And so I think you absolutely, if you're serious about growing a business, you need mentorship because you've never done it before. We weren't taught this stuff in pharmacy school. So what, what you can get from a mentor is all of those years of, you know, and I've made plenty of them mistakes. I've spent money on things that I, you know, I've wasted money, you know, but actually it's not wasted. It's really just a learning experience, but um, a mentor can really help you kind of cut to the chase. All right, this is what you need to be doing first, then this, then this. And they kind of give you a roadmap that helps you to excel, literally accelerate the path. So yeah, absolutely. I've had various different coaches. I've spent 
probably over a hundred grand in just, you know, investing in my business and myself. And that just goes to show like it takes time, dedication. You need to be investing in yourself because this is your, as much as it is professional, it's a personal journey as well. Because like I said, all of that, all of your programming and all of that stuff from your past will come up whenever you're starting a business. And I'm sure you can understand this too. Whenever you started your podcast, I'm sure you didn't just, Oh, I know what I'm doing. Like day one, like you probably had to do some research. Maybe you got some mentorship or whatever, and that's okay. Like we're, we're allowed to ask for help. So I think that it's, you absolutely need a mentor. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And I think, uh, the mentors come in different, uh, shapes and sizes. So, you know, they don't necessarily have to be in pharmacy. They, they could be outside of that, but you, you definitely, um, hit on the importance of, uh, having, of investing in yourself. And so, um, making some investments and getting some business coaching. Um, I can totally relate to that. I, um, have done some entrepreneurial classes. Uh, luckily here in Nashville, we have an entrepreneur center and, uh, they have some great, uh, accelerator programs, uh, just finished my MBA and so needed some extra business. Yeah, I know. So this, this is, uh, literally this past weekend. So, um, it's very exciting and, uh, yeah, I was able to pick a program that fit my needs and got those, that extra confidence in the accounting and finance that we weren't exposed to, um, previously. So can definitely relate to that. Um, but so Christina, as our final question, as we wrap up, what is some advice that you would tell your younger self or for other pharmacists out there who are just getting started in their career? Yeah. Like I said, I would just have to echo. If I could talk to myself, I would say, stop being stubborn and <laughs> just get help because, you know, I, I wish that I would have done it sooner. Quite honestly, I know. I mean, for me, it was a big investment that kind of scared me, but it was what I needed to stretch, stretch out of my current comfort zone in order to expand myself. And that's actually my word for 2020 is expansion, because that is why I feel that I'm here is to help other women expand and really test and get out of their comfort zone. Because when you stay there, it's not, it's not a medium for growth. We need to be expanding and feeling a little bit of that discomfort, quite honestly, it's uncomfortable to invest in yourself sometimes, especially when you're first getting started. And, you know, I talk to a lot of women who are like, you know, afraid of that because then they feel guilty or they feel like, oh, well, I shouldn't be doing this. And then all of that self-doubt comes back in. But I can honestly say when you invest in yourself, it's the best gift that you could give because you're going to be with yourself for the rest of your life. And it's something that's invaluable. You are going to stretch yourself. You're going to be a little bit uncomfortable, but that's how we grow. So I would say that is probably the biggest thing. Yeah. Well, awesome. Christina, it was so great to have you as a guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Thank you so much. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at www.pharmacyadvisory.com. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Talk to Your Pharmacist, produced by the Pharmacy Advisory Group. If you liked this episode, let us know by subscribing to the podcast, rating, and reviewing it. Share it with friends. And if you want to be a guest or know a pharmacist leader who has a great story to tell, connect with me, Hillary Blackburn, on LinkedIn and check out our Facebook page, Pharmacy Advisory Group, for updates on new podcasts. Thanks for listening.